inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. There is no one out there like you. Nobody has your past. Nobody has your pains. Nobody has your proclivities. But we're all under construction. We're all called to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I want you to consider, have you ever compared yourself to others? Have you ever judged yourself based on how you perceive other people? Have you ever been in moments where you should feel good about what you did, but because you see somebody else who maybe represents what you want to be or what you think you're supposed to be better than you? Well, today, we're gonna talk about that. And today, you're gonna realize that you're not called to be anybody else but the best version of yourself. See, this is a great week for me on Like It Matters Radio. This is what I call Graduate Week. You know, we had an incredible Leadership Awakening class in Dallas with Team 245. Uh, You know, and there's always a plethora of learnings that come from our situational leadership experiences because that's what I do. I've been doing it for 31 years, a situational leadership. Uh, The old saying is you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And so you can go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net to read about that and get your butt in a life transforming class. But today we're going to be joined by guests. Today uh, I'll be joined by two incredibly powerful women, uh, graduates of Team 245. And today we're going to focus on sharpening the saw, on self-refining ourselves on a continual basis to become all that we are capable of becoming, not to become somebody else, not to be like anybody else, but to be like ourselves. And so we're going to be joined by two incredible women uh, who were really uh, responsible for the beginning of what turned out to be a great success for Team 245. But before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. There was a woman walking through a beautiful china shop and she was just looking at the beautiful china and her eye was caught by this this teacup it was the most beautiful teacup she had ever seen and she got lost in the gaze at the beauty of this cup sitting up in a corner shelf in the china shop and just like a disney movie that that teacup came to life and the woman said why you you are the most beautiful piece of china i think i've ever seen and with that the cup responded well it wasn't always this way it said my first recollection was i was just a big old lump of clay sitting on a top shelf in the corner in the potter's house and I remember these two large hands coming after me and, and they grabbed a hold of me and I'd, 
never felt so supported and, and loved. And he took me off the top corner shelf and he put me on the potter's table. And I wasn't sure what was going on. I'd, I'd never been off the shelf. I'd never been on the potter's table. And then these two large hands started pulling on me and, and pushing me and, and shaping me and forming me. And it, w- it was uncomfortable. It was foreign. Uh, I, I never experienced it. And I said, and gently he said, not yet. As he continued to shape me and form me and pull me and impress me. After a while, he stopped, and it, and it felt good to be left alone. But after a while, sitting there on the potter's table, he, he came at me with this thing, and he lifted me up, and, and he put me in a fire. I, I, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I, I was just sitting there wondering why I was on the potter's table, and, and now I'm in this fire, and it's so hot. And I said, let me out, let me out. And the potter said, no, not yet. I'm not finished yet. But after a while, he took me out of the fire and he put me back on the potter's table. And then he came at me again with something in his hands and he started putting the stuff on me and it was sticky and it was gooey. I didn't like it. I said, stop. As he kept putting the stuff on me, painting me stroke by stroke, color by color. And I kept saying, stop. And he kept saying, not yet. Not yet. But after a while, he stopped. And then he came at me again with that same thing as before. And he put me in another fire. But this one was hotter. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Why doesn't he like me? What's wrong? Is he not with me anymore? Does he not love me? What's going on? Let me out of here. And he kept saying, not yet, not yet. I'm not finished with you yet. And after a while, he took me out of the fire and he put me back on the potter's table. And it felt good to be out of the fire. And I was contemplating what had just taken place. These two large, loving, firm hands grabbed a hold of me and lifted me up. And he put me back on a shelf in a corner in the potter's house. And not sure what had just taken place, how I'd wind up right back where I started. What was that all about? What a waste of my time. What was that? As I was thinking about all this, he came at me again with something in his hands. But this time, it showed me my reflection. See, he had a mirror in his hand because he wanted to show me just how beautiful he had made me. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the fiery furnace is absolutely critical. There are three things that need to take place to have the fire furnace. You need to have something precious. You need to have something of no value called dross. And you need to have an agent that causes change to take place. And we call that flux. We're called to be under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday. A little bit better tomorrow than today. God meets us where we're at, but he does not leave us where we're at. It's called sanctification. 
ladies and gentlemen, life has a way of sanctifying us if we allow it. That's what Romans 8.28 says. That all, I'm sorry, that's Romans 3.23. Romans 8.28 says, for God causes all things to work for the good. For those who love him are called according to his purpose. God doesn't cause all things to work. God causes all things to work for the good. Conditional for those who love him who are called according to his purpose. And today on Like It Matters Radio, you're going to be joined by two powerful women. What I do is intense. I squeeze people. You know why I squeeze people? Because you can tell a man's religion and a woman's religion in time of despair. And it doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter who you look up to or who you want to be. What we're going to do today is realize that no matter where you're at in life, you don't have to be there. No matter where you're at in life, you can do better. No matter how good or how bad things are going, you can raise the bar. And you could be under construction, which means being a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And I got a question for you, leader. Does your family deserve that? Does your company deserve that? Does your country need that? And the answer to all three of those is yes. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, be ready to be inspired. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. We'll be back after these commercial messages with your first guest. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I need your help. We need you to expand our territory, increase our responsibility. There's a pandemic going on out in this country. Uh, mental health, we're losing it. We're, we're losing our country. We're losing our hope. We're losing our family. We're losing our church. We're losing it. It's time to step up, people. That's what I get to do. I get to take good leaders and make them better. I don't know if it's Archer Daniels Midlands or somebody out there has a motto uh, that we don't make things, we make things better. Well, that's what I do. I take great things that God's made, like you, your spouse, your brother, your sister, your mommy, your daddy, your boss, your coworker, 
and I create an environment for them to be better. But this costs money. The old saying is, you know, uh, salvation is free, but ministry costs. So i uh, love for you to consider, uh, you know, giving to who feeds you, uh, giving to our nonprofit. This allows us to keep LAM Radio on the air. And we're working to go nationwide. So please uh, call your local talk radio station. Talk, call your local, local uh, talk Christian radio station. Tell them to put Like It Matters Radio on the air. We're on the satellite, the sat, uh, Salem satellite. And there's a satellite that uh, radio stations subscribe to where they can pick up content. Uh, and all they got to do is go to that satellite and there will be there. Like It Matters Radio. So I want to thank you so much. You know, my training, people ask me a lot about my training. And one thing I tell them is, you know, people are kind of like Swiss cheese. You know, you take two pieces of Swiss cheese and you lay them right next to each other. And they look identical. But if you were to take one of those pieces of cheese and lay it over the other piece of cheese, what you would notice is that those holes are a little bit different, a little bit different size, a little bit different shape. See, that cheese is like us. See, what none of us uh, is perfect. Romans 3.23 says we all fall short of the glory of God. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane cried out to his daddy, said, Daddy, if there's any other way, and you got to ask yourself, what's he talking about? Any other way to do what? To redeem a fallen man to a holy God. And there was no other way. And so you can't be good enough for God, but God does meet us where we're at. He doesn't wait for us to get better. Otherwise, he'd never meet us, but he doesn't leave us there. He calls us to improve. And so that's what my training is. We call it being under construction. Stephen Covey and the seven habits of highly effective people called it sharpening the saw, seeking continuous improvement. And in the corporate world, you call it lean, uh, six sigma, lean manufacturing. And so today's show is called uh, Say Cheese. Because we're all a piece of cheese. We all have different flaws. We all have different shortcomings. We all have different, again, proverbial uh, holes in us, shortcomings, uh, areas that aren't complete. Uh, and so today we're going to talk about that. And I got two short little cheese poems because G.K. Chesterton complained that there's no poems about cheese. I don't know why he said this. I'm just telling you, Dad. I got this quote. He said, why all the why the lack of poems about cheese? So uh, Lindberger Warning by Monica Sharman. Her flavor is to die for. Her scent will betray her. And you, above all, do not trust her quiche. That's uh, interesting. So a parable. You know Dr. Arthur Conan Doyle, right? You know Sherlock Holmes? For some reason, he wrote this. The cheese mites asked how the cheese got there and warmly debated the matter. The orthodox said that it came from the air, and the heretic said from the platter. They argued it long, and they argued it strong, and I hear they are arguing now. But of all the choice spirits who lived in the cheese, not one of them thought of a cow. I don't know why Sir Arthur Conan Doyle wrote that, but he did. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to the phone lines. We've got two incredible leaders, uh, two incredible women, two uh, graduates of Team 245 that are going to be joining us today. And let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Danielle uh, to Like It Matters Radio. Hey. Good morning. How you doing, Danielle? Oh, Great. How are you doing, Mr. Black? <laughs> you know, I am so blessed. I'm so blessed. So, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I think you now understand why I call our leadership training situational leadership. Because it's just like life, Danielle. You know, uh, we were throwing a lot of stuff this weekend. Delayed oh, yeah. airplane, 
uh, collapsing buildings. I mean, water <laughs> flowing in, um, uh, spirits that were good and spirits that were not so good. Uh, mm-hmm. People who uh, who stayed up two nights before and had to sleep off whatever they were doing when they stayed up for those two nights before. I mean, lots of stuff. But tell me, mm-hmm. how did you get outside of my door on Thursday night? So who do you work for? Why did you come to our training real quick, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I work for Infinity Solar USA, um, and I was nominated by a fellow coworker, and go and um, you know I saw his change in him when he came back into the office, and I was like, I want whatever he has. <laughs> uh, that's, and that is true leadership. That's true leadership, Danielle. And and you know this is what you do. You know we saw we started with three men in class. Uh, and two men quit, and we got one man that started early on. The first segment, he was kind of being like the other two men, totally noncommittal, kind of what's this, kind of taking things personal. But that man made a decision that he was going to be the best man he could be. One man slept it out, and the other man said, nah, not for me, because Mr. Black kept saying a four-letter word. And so uh, <laughs> so he didn't want to be there either. You, you get what I'm right. saying. So oh, yeah. uh, what, did, what did you think you were coming for? I mean, if you when you showed up, because you're a woman, I know you now, that you, you, you're, you're a thought-provoking person. What did you think you were coming for? I thought I was coming for more clarity um, and to be able to just basically articulate my leadership in a better way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that makes and sense. be able to, yeah, to be able to show the other women, especially on my team that work with me and for me, um, just to be a better leader for them, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, strange mm-hmm. thing is we, by, uh, and again, I don't know why, but we typically, these are male-dominated classes. I'm not saying male-only classes, but mm-hmm. typically, you know, if we had a class of 10 people, typically you'd have about, we'd have about six to seven men uh, and then three to four women. That would be kind of how no. it worked. Um, this one's okay. different. We, uh, we started with three men, or kind of started with three men and five women, <laughs> so we had eight, uh, but we mm-hmm. ended with one real man and and five real women. Uh, that's that's yeah. where we ended with. So we ended with six. So you thought you were coming for clarity. Real quick, what do you think you left there with? I, I know that's such a big question. I know that. But yeah. but off the top of your head, what, what did you leave there with? Well, I did leave with clarity, but not in the way that I expected. <laughs> um, yeah. I left all of the things that I walked in there thinking that I needed in my life to be successful and I left most of it there, to be honest. And I came wow. back with a new sense of purpose. And I came back with a new sense of power. And I came back with, you know, a, a lighter spirit and a better way to lead. Not only other people, but my own life. Yeah. So, and it's a mess out there. You know, we, we talked in a oh. class. We don't separate out. It's not a this class or that class. It's a life class. And life yeah. has different components. You know, a human being, you know, we're a three-part being. We have a body, uh, we have a mind, and we have a spirit. And you know I deal with all three aspects of there. But in life, we're, we're parents, we're children, we're lovers, we're friends, we're ex-friends, we're ex-spouses. You know, we got all these other roles. And in the process, we get a lot of pain. And, you know, you're, you're a powerful woman. You're a beautiful woman. Uh, but, you know, you've also a woman that realizes that uh, you have to take control because of your past. 
You know, we are products yeah. of our past and people don't get that. So we learn from our past and then most of us want to do better. And and one of the ways we do that is we realize we get hurt. And the, the old saying we talked about a lot in your class, uh, screw me once, shame on mm-hmm. you. Screw me twice, shame on me. And so we've all been in that situation where we've trusted other people and they've let us down. So let's, we go, hey, I'm going to take control and I'm just going to yeah. take care of everything. And, and that's kind of what you kind of had to step into. And one of your yeah. big walls was the, the wall of a leader where do we be, are we controlling or empowering? Are we controlling and empowering? And, and that was one of your struggles, one of my struggles too. Tell me about how that worked itself out for you, that, that wall of controlling versus empowering. You know, before your class, I don't think I knew the difference, to be honest. I don't think I knew wow. if I was controlling because in my mind, I was empowering. Yeah. You know, I thought the stronger I show the world that I am, the stronger that I show these women that they can be anything they can be, the, the, the louder that I am, you know, you said it in your class, you know, the yep. lion and the lamb. And yep. I thought being a lion showed the world, this is how, if, this, if you want to be strong, this is how you do it. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> uh, no, partially wrong. I think you're partially wrong because it is right sometimes. See, that's the right. get. People, people want to have it one way all the time, and you realize this right. weekend it can't be one way all the time. And you know right. why? Because we're we're all different. We're all different. Situations are different. The moment in time. Remember Kairos and Kronos. Those are different. And and so, how do you see it manifesting since you've been in class? What how have you seen the change in that concept show up to you? So. I now know what empowering feels like because empowering is softer. Empowering means that you allow the space for somebody else to receive what you're saying. Um, you know, one of the biggest things was in, to be honest, is in my marriage, you know, I was more controlling than I was empowering my own husband. Um, and I can tell you since I've been back, I've been able to empower him in a way that I don't think I ever have been before. And he sees it. He feels it. Um, I'm giving him the stage and I'm listening. (laughs) Mm. And that's so big for men because, you know, men, it's all about respect. And, you know, we always go back to God. You know, the Bible is basic information before leaving earth. It's whether you like Mm -hmm. it or not. It never asks you like what what you're reading. Who cares if you like it or not? This is the word of God. And women uh, and men are have given two different instructions. Men are told to love their wives like Christ loved the church. Even when they're not lovable. I know it's hard to believe that women cannot be lovable. Maybe sometimes. (laughs) But, but, But women are called to respect their husbands. And. And uh, yes. the reason being, because God knows he made us, because to a man, respect is love. And and you want uh, your husband to be a, a man. You want him to be a leader. Yes. And, and if you're too strong at all the time, then what you do is you qu- squash that, and then he can't lead like that. So, hey, uh, Danielle, we're, get, we're getting ready to go to a hard break. Could you please stay on the line? We'll do a three-minute break, uh, and we'll be right Absolutely. back. Uh, today, we're talking to Danielle. We're talking about leading. We're talking about controlling versus empowering. And we're talking about becoming the best version of yourself after the break we'll pick it up welcome to the world of mr. black you've had a difference in your relationship with God too tell me about that um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith and that's a huge huge part of my life that's just been missing and I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. 
but he's here for for me right yep. now and you have some peace don't you oh it's 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 really amazing sorry i'm going to get emotional okay. but it's 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 amazing it's an amazing feeling inside my heart like it matters unique approach allows people to see hear and experience leadership in motion like it matters radio radio like it matters This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And let's be honest, many times we can feel stuck, we can feel in a rut, uh, even if we're doing pretty good as a general rule. We don't really know who to compare ourselves or what to compare ourselves to. Uh, And so a lot of times we need to go to something that allows us to take a new perspective, that allows us to take a look at our lives in a way that Maybe in the busyness of life, we can't do that. Uh, and that's what we do in Leadership Awakening. You know, George Bernard Shaw, the famous writer, was once to, with a group of reporters, and they asked him a simple question. He said, hey, George, if, if you could live your life all over again, and you could be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? And he thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could be anybody I wanted to be and live my life all over again, I, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And what he was talking about was living to his full potential without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without carrying our chains and pains from our past into other people's future. And I'm blessed because I get to do that on a regular basis at likeitmatters.net. And today I got two incredible women, two powerful leaders, two beautiful women, two mothers, two wives, uh, two women that are impressive. And they were uh, impactful this weekend without these two ladies. uh, I'm not sure if we would have had the success that we had. And so we're blessed right now. We're joined uh, by one right now and we'll have the other one shortly. So let's welcome back Danielle to Like It Matters Radio. Thanks again, Danielle. I really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so what's the, I mean, you, you have to notice, you know, you got out of class Saturday night and, you know, it was interesting because mm-hmm. delays, uh, your flight was oh, delayed yeah. a whole day. Your flight going home was delayed. We had everything yep. coming against us. What did you learn in that class, which was not in the curriculum, but you learned about leadership, about keep going no matter what, because we had so much thrown at us. We overcame everything. What did you learn about leadership itself in that experience? I definitely learned that you have to make the commitment. If you're not all in, yep. if you don't, if you don't trust, um, yep. you're just going to be walking through life numb. You're going to be. You're not leading anyone. You're not leading yourself. You're not leading anyone else. Um, yep. With all those delays that you you're talking about, I really truly feel that God was testing me to see if I was all in. Yep. 
yep. even with so those delays powerful. going home. Yeah, even yeah. going home, it was. I got out of the yeah. class. I'm on a high. I'm feeling amazing. I'm coming out a new woman. I'm ready to go apply everything you taught me to my family, to my friends, to my life. I, I'm ready, right? And what happens? I get yep. delayed because God said, "No, yep. no, no. I'm going to see how bought in are you." Yeah, you can you know say what you're, all you're, these things. Yeah, bullseye. <laughs> keep going. I mean, keep going. You're yeah. on it. You're you're absolutely right. Oh, you, can just, talk, you can talk. Talk is cheap. Things you want. You can go yep. into this class for 48 hours and you can say, "I am a changed woman. I am a new woman." Yep. But what happens when something gets put in front of you? An obstacle yep. gets put in front of you. How do you react? What's your reaction? Yep. How? Yep. And yep. I can tell you. Mr. Black, I walked out of that room and I've never felt like I was more peaceful, more calm. Uh, yeah, my delay was, before that, I would have been so upset. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Why would this be happening? And you know what I said? I said, it's more time for me to reflect. Wow. It's, wow. It's See, more that's time for the me difference. to find that peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember, I kept going the quote by Dr. Victor Frankel. Now you get it. He said, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in yeah. that space is our power. It is our freedom. And I introduced you this weekend to that place in between the stimulus and response, a place called the now yes. moment, a place that very few people ever occupy. Think about this. You guys finally start about nine o'clock uh, th Thursday night. We start at nine thirty. We normally start six or so three hours late you are done by 3 30 we had graduation so a day and a half uh and mm -hmm. in one day and a half how long does yeah. it feel like you were there how long did it feel like you at, were there two weeks at least <laughs> yeah yeah i taught yeah. you how to live fully present in the now moment and when you do that wow you got more time on your hands don't you yeah Absolutely. Isn't that amazing? And we always worry about, amazing. you know, time management. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And think about this. That incredible husband of yours who you love so much. Imagine, man, mm -hmm. an hour of quiet time, just you and him. When you're fully present oh, yeah. in that moment, it'll, it'll seem like a day. Or even 15, 20 minutes. You got kids. You got stuff going on. Sometimes yeah. as married couples, we got to snatch 15, 20 minutes every now and then. But imagine fully present with Manuel, you two together. Yes. Uh, 15 minutes will seem like an hour or two. And, and fully present think about that time with god on your knees in prayer yes. uh 15 minutes or five minutes with god uh, and by the way before i get to a phone you know this is a business class there's uh, this is not a religious class there's not a piece no. of scripture in my manual but mm -hmm. but it does affect you at all levels and i'm kind of yes. curious what effect did it have on your relationship with god if you don't mind me asking so before walking in this class um i was raised Christian, I was raised to have a relationship with God. And as you put it, and it stuck with me, Mr. Black, is we start to walk through life numb and going through the motions. And that's what I did. And the more numb I got, the further away from God I got. Um, and in this class, I was reunited with him. So I realized I don't have to do this alone. I realized that he can walk alongside me and guide me. And that's what was yep. missing in my life. Mm. Oh, wow. And that's really what matters because you want to spend, you love your husband. You talk about him all the time, how much you love him and yes. you love your baby. And, and you want to spend daughter, eternity. my daughter, yes. That, yeah, your daughter. Oh, my gosh, your little four-year-old beautiful little daughter. Mm -hmm. and, and you got a world that's going after her, a world that's going to teach her there is no God or, you know, follow whatever yes. God you want. And and if, if you don't show her that there is a God who loves, who sacrifices, who serves, uh, then she'll, she'll, take a hold of the, the, the world's gods and, instead of the one true yes. God. So, um, you know, Daniel, uh, Daniel, I get a chance to meet so many incredible people. I'm blessed. And uh, I got to tell you, I train leaders, I, I lead leaders, and you are an incredible woman. And, 
you know, we're seeing it more and more. Men have been beaten down for decades. There's been an effective war on men. And you saw it in your class. Uh, one man stayed and then kicked it up. And boy, Mr. Olson was such yes. a blessing, such a great oh, man. Wow, He'll be yes. joining us tomorrow. But early on, think about it. Early on, he was going along the lines of chair number one, kind of not really into it. You know, one of the guys didn't show up. The other one that showed up didn't want to be there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he was finding his footing, but he finally stepped up. So, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm called to do. And boy, yes. when that happened and then chair number one left and you women were awesome. And so I just want you to keep leading. Uh, I know Manuel's a good leader and you be a good leader. You guys are going to make such a huge impact. And uh, uh, please uh, help us uh, change the world because uh, it's going to take all of us to do it. You know that. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mr. Black. Uh, hey, any last things you'd like to say before I let you go? Just thank you so much for you. You honestly, I know people say all the time, you know, you changed my life, but I want to thank you for giving me the tools to change my life. Amen. Amen. Because you did it. I created an environment uh, and you yes. did it. They just, that's, that's why they call me yogurt because I'm just, uh, just yeah. about culture. <laughs> that's why John Absolutely. Byrne calls me the yogurt. Yeah. Yogurt because I'm all about culture. All right, Thank Danielle. Thank you for well, that got, track. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Now you got it. Now you got it. You awesome. Got God it. bless you. We'll, we'll talk soon, Danielle. All right. Thank bye-bye. You so Have a great day. Bye. Bye. You know, it is so incredible. Now, Danielle's a, a businesswoman, she's a full-time job. She has a four-year-old uh, child, a daughter, and an incredible husband. Uh, but, you know, a lot of women choose a different path. Uh, and, you know, I'll be honest with you, I think it'd be a lot easier just getting a job. Uh, I don't have a job. You know, when I train, I have a certain place I got to be. But, you know, I wake up every day and say, General Jesus, Private Black reporting for duty. Uh, Daddy, whatever you're about, I want to be a part of it today. And so it's a lot harder when you don't have a set place to be and a set thing to do. Uh, it's a lot harder to lead, but it's not uh, that you shouldn't lead. It's a different role. It's a different time. See, we all have different pains. We all have different pasts, and we all have different proclivities. But what we're called to do is be the best version of ourselves. You know, God says to pick up your cross daily. He doesn't tell you to pick up my cross. He doesn't tell me to pick up your cross. He says to pick up your cross daily. And we all have different crosses. I'm gonna tell you, I think the most important cross that we can bear right now is that family cross because our kids are grown up without families. Our kids are grown up. They don't know what it means to be a woman. I mean, we have Supreme Court justice that won't even define what it means to be a woman. So how's a little girl gonna grow up looking at her mommy uh, if her mommy doesn't know what it means to be a woman, what it means to lead. And so we get all types of people in our training. Uh, some have J-O-Bs. Some, their job is to take care of their family, which is so important. And so uh, let's go to the phone lines. Let's welcome Kirsten to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Kirsten? Good. How are you, Mr. Black? I am doing awesome. And we just had Danielle. I did not know you and Danielle were good friends. So you guys are good friends. We are. Yeah, we're best friends. Yeah, we. That's what she said. I didn't want to yeah, say that in case you go, yeah, we're OK. Because <laughs> Danielle said you guys are best friends. Yes, we are. Yeah, we hang out all the time. I love her. Awesome. Well, and you guys have different roles. You know, Danielle works for a company that your husband works for. That's how you found out about us. Uh, and, yes, and you're exactly. a stay and you're a stay at home mom. And and let me ask mm-hmm. you, when you went into class, did did that did that process think? Did you ever think that? Well, you know, I don't really have a job. I'm just a stay at home mom. Did does that thinking process ever enter your head before our class? Um. Yes, a little bit. Um. 
Well, that's interesting. Hello? Okay. Well, she'll come back. See see how the devil, the prince of the power of the air works? She'll be calling back. But, you know, women, you know, somehow, for some reason, a lot of times people think that if a stay-at-home mom, there's something wrong with them or it's less than. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the family's been falling apart. See, when men stop leading, uh, women had to step up. And so women are not only running our homes, women are not only uh, a lot of family spiritual leaders, uh, but they're all happy. And so the cool thing about Kirsten is she works in a, uh, she lives in a family uh, where her husband and her made the decision that she's going to be a stay-at-home mom to, to raise that four-year-old uh, child up to a to a great place. A great, I think it's four years old. I, we had so many different people. But, hey, after the break, Kirsten's going to be joining us again, and we're going to talk about this role of leading. How do you lead if you don't have a job? Is leadership only about a job? Is leadership only about a title? And I'm going to tell you right now, no. Leadership's the ability to move people in a positive direction. And after the break, we're going to go in depth on that. We'll be right back. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Today, we're talking about being under construction. We're talking about say cheese because you know what? We all fall short of the glory of God. We all are in need of constant and never-ending improvement. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the spiritual world, we call that sanctification. Uh, In the corporate world, we call it Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing. In the training world, uh, we call it Like It Matters, Leadership Awakening and Leadership Adventure. At Like It Matters, we call it being under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. We all need to be doing that. You want to fix America? Get under construction, every single person. You want to fix our families? Get every single person under construction. And so in order to do that, we need you to help us expand our territory, increase our responsibility. Like us and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com LIM radio. And please consider giving to our nonprofit. It allows us to keep LIM on the air, as well as put people in class that can't afford class. And you know, we had an eight people class and five of them were paid for, three of them were freebies. 
So, uh, you know, we never let money be a reason why we help people at all. So uh, go to our uh, 501c3, likeitmatters.net, slash donate dash here, and you can do that. Today, we are talking to recent graduates of Team 245, and uh, this is how the whole weekend worked. As we're talking, this incredible, wonderful woman, her phone dies. This is how the whole weekend went. So let's go back to the phone line, and let's welcome Kirsten back to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Kirsten? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I was See, thinking the same that, thing as you, Mr. Black. I'm like, yeah. of course this would happen right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what we do? You grab that handful of air and go behind me, right? You just push yep. it behind you because <laughs> we were under assault this weekend, weren't we, Kirsten? I mean, oh, incredible assault. Yes. Yes. See, a lot of people yeah, don't believe in the <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. People don't believe in the spirit world. They think it's all temporal. Oh, my gosh. People are missing it. Uh, uh, yes. We are spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings have a fleshly experience. We are not fleshly beings having a spiritual experience. We got a bass backwards. And, and this is why it matters. See, this is what the devil right now, the Bible says, beware of the wiles of the enemy. And people go, what do you mean the wiles? And, and that's the trickery. And here's how he does it. Uh, he confuses us, right? He, he, he confuses us. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. We have 34 gigabytes of information that go through our processor every day. And then we have a world system that tells you uh, how, to, how to be. That women, they won't even define women anymore. And if you don't like being a woman, be a man. And if you don't like being a man, which why would you? Because they're evil, then become a woman. And it's very confusing. And they're going after our kids. And let me tell you why they're going after our kids, Christian, because by the time a child is six years old, actually Dr. Adler says five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. Uh, mm-hmm. And your most important role, Kirsten, is to raise, you have a little girl, correct? Yes, yes, two and a half. Yeah, yeah, two and a half years old to raise that little mm-hmm. girl to where she is a strong woman of God. That she knows who she is, she knows why she's here, she knows whose she is, uh, and she knows that she has great value, not because she can take her clothes off for some guy or some girl, not because she shows her body parts on the internet, but because God loved her enough that he was willing to die for her. And so... as a housewife, as a homemaker, uh, what did you go in the class thinking? Because your husband went through, he's a business guy, he's a sales manager. Your husband went through, it changed his life. He came back and, and what did you see in your husband? Did it, did it make you want to go? Tell us about when your husband came back. Yeah, so um, that is exactly why I wanted to go. So um, I didn't really know anything about the training um, or the class before he went into it, but I did see who he was when he came out of it. I mean, he was definitely spiritually um you know different and something had touched him the way that he acted the way that he moved um just in our home and i was like i want to have this experience so for me it was not even about having a job or anything like that it was like oh my gosh like i can see something has changed inside of you and i want that because i feel like i need that type of clarity and direction in my life too so it really didn't take much convincing for me to go (laughs) 
I was well, like, I want that. It, I want to go. <laughs> I want, and that's how it should be. You know, we I've been doing this for 31 years, and you know, as my wife helps me, uh, we have no sales mm-hmm. team. Every single person that comes to us, uh, they come to us as a referral. Uh, we don't, we're not open to the public. You must be referred by somebody uh, who respects mm-hmm. you or cares about you. And it's tough. Right. And now you know why? Because it's tough. People quit. People have all kinds of reasons to show up but not ever step in the classroom. You saw both of those. You saw one Absolutely. dude quit who who really quit from the beginning. He wasn't there from the beginning, even though he was there. You know mm-hmm. that. And the other guy... Yeah slept the whole time he slept he had to work off his uh, little binge that he was on for the two days before but you women this is what you're dealing with out you're dealing with men who are afraid to be men you're dealing with men who don't know who they're supposed to be and those little boys are grown up the same way and so your role as a, as a mom is so critical your role as a as a wife what have you noticed with your husband since you've been back have have you have, have you noticed a, a connection that you didn't have before Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I felt the connection when he came back the first time, but I was super excited to to have, you know, the connection of knowing exactly what he went through and then what I went through and then us coming together to speak on that. And it was Mm -hmm. and has been extremely powerful. I mean, we haven't stopped talking. Um, We've gotten really in depth with like so many things. He actually um, took some time, um, to be with me these next couple of days just so we Uh. could connect and be together and really like, you know, figure out what all that was about and just how we can come together. And so it's been really, really great. And we've had so many um, like epiphany moments and just like we've, we started, we've, we're talking deep down into our past things that I didn't even like really think about during the class. It's like all these things are coming out now um, that we're having these conversations. So it's been really, really great. We've definitely connected on a much deeper level in our marriage that in our whole relationship that we ever have, even when we first got together. Uh, So yeah, it's been really great. Yeah. And the Bible called equally yoked. Uh, do not be unequally mm-hmm. yoked. And now you get it. And this is, I mean, how yeah. many, your husband goes to trainings for a living. I mean, all mm-hmm. the time. And so mm-hmm. uh, how many trainings has he been through that as soon as he got out said, you got to go to this, honey? How many, how many times has that happened? <laughs> not ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my not point. I knew the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew the answer. And, but that's the cool thing. And what if you, what, if you had to pinpoint something, I know it's kind of hard, but if you had to pinpoint the biggest benefit, the biggest takeaway so far, what do you think it is? Um, honestly, it's having more like clarity and direction of who I am and what I need to be doing and what my purpose is here on earth. Um, I went into there, I went into the class kind of like not really sure if like what I'm doing is enough. Um, and I realized it is enough. Um, I have, I just need to, I need to, um, you know, walk with God. I need to let him, um, help guide me in the direction I need to go. But I, it's okay to be a mom, you know, just a mom, as we yep. say, um, and yep. or just a wife. And I'm realizing that, yep. like, I don't need to be anything more than that. I am enough. I just need to continue yep. to pour into myself, let the, the Lord be next to me, and just have me become a better person through that and be a better mom yep. and a better wife. And it's totally okay to not have... Yep 
a direction of like a job or a, you know, I need to do something like I am good enough where I am. So that was my biggest like takeaway um, is just to, you know, be okay with that and to accept it and, and love that about me. So, well, that, and that's the key. And that is, it's not enough of that. You got kids growing up without the structure of a family. Why do you think they're falling apart? Whether you, I don't care what community you're talking about, it's affecting every single community. I mean, you look at the black community and you got majority kids are boarded. You got very few kids. One out of four have a man in the home who's father. And, and it's troubling. And the, the uh, people, uh, the white community, the Hispanic community, it's affecting everything. So I'm going to tell you right now, uh, this is what you're doing is the most important thing. You're building a foundation because remember, by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place and you're going to be there to create a positive map of reality. You're going to be there to let your daughter know that even though the world says you have to do this, you have to do that, God says something totally different. Uh, and Jesus many times said, well, you've heard it said this and I say this and that's called faith. And so Kirsten, you have the most important job that there is and and that's to create a foundation where your husband comes home and he's got a godly environment and he can go out there under the attacks of the enemy and come back and be safe. And your daughter has an environment where she knows who she is and who she is and the type of values that she's supposed to grow up in. So you were one yeah. of my first leaders. Without you and Danielle, uh, I'm not sure if that class would have made it. And so I want you to know I'm proud of you. God's proud of you. Uh, and I'm walking with you and God's walking with you. And we're going to do whatever we can to keep you going in the right direction. So uh, I, I, I thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and please give a big give a big squeeze to your hubby for me, okay? I will. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. All right. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.